नमस्ते एंड वेलकम बैक टू कानूनी किस्से थैंक यू फॉर लीविंग अ रिव्यू और अ रेटिंग ऑन वेर एवर यू आर लिस्निंग टू दिस आई रीड ऑल द रिव्यूज एंड फीचर दम हेयर टूडे वी आर जॉइंट बाई मिस्टर भूमेश वर्मा सर हु हैज़ क्लोज टू थ्री डेकेड्स ऑफ एक्सपीरियंस इन एडवाइजिंग ऑन कॉपरेट कमर्शियल एंड वेंचर कैपिटल एडवाइजरी एज वेल एज एक्सपर्टीज इन कॉन्ट्रैक्ट ड्राफ्टिंग एंड ड्यू डिलीजेंस He frequently collaborates with various law firms across the globe under the Global Business Lawyers League. After working as a partner in the big league firms such as Khaitan, Paris Gohard, and Link Legal, he took a very different approach in life. और ये अलग सोच ही है जो आज हमें इस एपिसोड पर साथ लाई है. भूमेश सर अब बड़ी-बड़ी firms को छोड़कर एक boutique firm चलाते हैं ताकि उनको वो सब करने का समय मिल सके जिसके लिए वो सबसे ज़्यादा passionate हैं. इसलिए आज मैं इनका परिचय देता हूं तो सिर्फ ये नहीं कहता कि एक कॉपरेट लॉयर हमारे साथ है आई से दैट ही इज़ एन एक्सपर्ट इन ड्राफ्टिंग कमर्शियल कॉन्ट्रैक्ट्स एन ऑथर ऑफ टू बुक्स अ मेंटर एंड अ टीचर ही फ्रीक्वेंटली कंडक्ट्स प्रैक्टिकल ट्रेनिंग ऑफ प्रोफेशनल्स एंड स्टूडेंट्स ऑन कॉन्ट्रैक्ट ड्राफ्टिंग स्किल्स एंड कॉपरेट लॉज एज अ गेस्ट फैकल्टी इन वेरियस इंस्टीट्यूशनस और सोशल मीडिया पर भी उनकी बहुत गजब की फॉलोइंग है so let's welcome the multi talented and a man that dons many hats shri bhumeshwar maji namaskar mera naam hai abhas i am a practicing advocate and this podcast is a knowledge sharing initiative of my chambers to reach out to the next generation of students lawyers policy makers and leaders who are interested in understanding the law yahan aapko milenge kuch kanuni kisse kahaniyan vyakhyan and some food for thought so without further ado safar shuru karte hain Welcome to Kanuni Kisse sir thank you so much for taking out the time from your busy schedule it is a real pleasure to have you here and uh, finally it's taken a long long time mostly owing to the delays on my part so i apologize at the outset and thank you also sir thanks avash better late than never right sir so the first thing we do is we explore the origin stories of the superhero guests we invite on our podcast so sir could you tell us a little bit about where you come from what was childhood like superhero <laughs> not sure if i qualify for that life story yes i could tell you i was uh, born brought up in delhi only studied uh, in terms of schooling in delhi then delhi university again for my graduation become honors and then i shifted across the road to pursue law in campus law center but sir bahut organic tha kya ye matlab aapne commerce liya 12th ke baad jabki i think this i'm talking about late 80s early 90s right sir yes tab it ka naya naya craze chalu hua tha aur log engineering kar rahe the bahut zyada नहीं नहीं उसमें हैरार की क्या थी दैट द ब्राइटेस्ट वुड टेक साइंस यू नो मेडिसिन और इंजीनियरिंग ब्राइटेस्ट वंस ओके द नॉट सो ब्राइट वंस विल टेक कॉमर्स एंड लेफ्ट ओवर्स विल गो टू व्हाट यूज्ड टू बी कॉल्ड एट दैट टाइम आर्ट्स इट वाजंट ग्लोरीफाइड लाइक ह्यूमैनिटीज एट दैट टाइम इट यूज्ड टू बी आर्ट्स ओके बट कॉमर्स वाज नॉट uh second in terms of hierarchy for me it was a very natural choice for me since my school days class 11 itself you know i had decided that i will pursue 
professional course uh, on the commerce side, like CA, company secretary, or ICW, and so on. The liking for law developed in, in uh, later years when I was doing graduation. Otherwise, it uh, was to be a choice between CA and CS primarily. So, commerce ke piche koi family ka reason tha, ya you on your own decided that this is your inclination and this is where you feel, see yourself progressing in life? No, it was my own uh, uh, thought process that uh, because I, I was a very studious uh, person. I used to read a lot okay. and that culminated in uh, developing interest mm. in the economy, business side. Mm. And I can say uh, I wasn't uh, too inclined towards science subjects. Okay. I used to pass well, but I wasn't inclined towards pursuing, uh, you know, medical or engineering as a profession. So I thought uh, commerce would be a good bet for me. So, so when did you think about law? law yes. So while uh, undergoing graduation, I was, as I told you, I was doing uh, BCom honors. So we were introduced to a lot of, uh, you know, subjects pertaining to business and commerce, uh, you know, partnership, contracts, company law, accounting and so on. So that uh, enhanced my interest in business side of law, governance and, uh, you know, how, how this entire economy works on the basis of set rules and regulations and governance. So, so that sort of uh, pushed me into taking law seriously. Hmm. So, so I think that my progression from uh, commerce graduate to law uh, happened on these lines. Well, sir, law ke teen saal in DU, could you describe them in a brief manner? What were they like and what was the situation and the atmosphere of the college in general at that time? Well, it was very funny uh, if I tell you that our batch in 1991 at Campus Law Center and DU at large, you know, there were used to be three centers. Our batch was the first one to get entry into law school by entrance exam. Okay. Before that, it was all, you know, merit-based. So if you had secured 55% in an honors course from Delhi University, your admission was also almost automatic. Right. You had the first sort of preference uh, in criteria. But our batch was uh, the first one and there was no syllabus, nothing. No coaching, nothing as to what would be there in the examination paper. Just four or five headings, I think, general studies, history, maths and so on. That, you know, these will be the subjects. As luck would have it, one fine day I got up. In the morning, took bath, went for that uh, entrance exam <laughs> and somehow passed. You know, unlike today when, you know, children from class six start coaching for, you know, their uh, IITs you know, and CLAT and MBAs and <laughs> CLAT and so on and so forth. That was the situation, you know, of, you can say um, 30, 32 years back. So that was how I entered the law school. Then uh, it was a fun ride thereafter. Uh, we uh, studied from legends like Dr. Upendra Bakshi, Dr. M.P. Singh, Dr. Matadin, 
uh, alka chawla ji and so many other uh, legends you know today people who are reckoned as legends in the uh, academia we had the privilege of learning from them on uh, blackboard and you know with with the help of chalk uh, there was no computer at that time no ppts uh, nothing like that uh, plain and simple very uh, i think simplicity was the sophistication at that time everything came from the heart there were no machines uh, or technology involved but the messages were conveyed crisp clear concise precise there was no not much of rote learning either the uh, academia always insisted on uh, you know experiential learning so uh, i think the process was good and uh, we made friends for life there uh, there was 1500 students in three law centers at least 500 in our batch only so three years you can say 1500 within the same campus so it was great it was great and uh, many of them adorn highest offices as far as law is concerned these days so many uh, have become uh, such outstanding academics so many are adorning high courts and supreme court so many have become legends and someone you know oh, who couldn't do as well is talking to you right <laughs> i beg to differ sir the only parallel i can draw from your life is that i was the first batch who had to give all india bar examination Uh, other than that, you were wonderful. more academically inclined and did wonderful. And that's uh, one of the perils I hear of uh, CLC students that every batch it is bound to have at least a dozen high court judges as your batchmates is one of the perils of right. studying in CLC. You said a lot of exposure in terms of practical application based uh, or rather thinking based uh, classes by legends of academia. After that. how did life progress because you have graduated you were thinking about after law probably thinking about chartered accountancy and company secretaryship so what what was the progress after law well uh, after i completed the law i practiced uh, in a district court for few months to get first hand experience and within few months i sort of realized that i'm not cut out for this tarikh pe tarikh and so on you know i am a very uh, i would say impatient person so i could not fathom uh, you know uh, appearing in 20 cases a day and no output no progress at the end of the day to showcase to myself or to my clients or to my senior for that matter so i i, I somehow could not uh, acclimatize in that atmosphere and given my interest in commercial side of laws i was more inclined that uh, you know i would pursue something pertaining to company law and fera as it used to be then and so on those things were not coming my way i started practicing with a lawyer who was uh, you know more involved in civil and criminal matters right so i thought uh, it it may be a very long road if i were to start getting the work that i am more interested in and as luck would have it trust me 
I became eighth lawyer in one small law firm called Ajay Bahel and Company, mm. which is the A of AZB and partners today. So from Tisazari to uh, Ajay Bahel and Company, sir, how did you get in? Like, I'm just trying to understand the market was very, very different at that point of time. Economy had just so-called opened up. People were not really sure what to make of it. Also, foreign direct investment was just pouring in. In that, take us through that scenario and take us back in that time. How did you get into that firm? How did you get into that first proper office of yours? Well, in that age, there used to be advertisements in... Uh... Newspapers, job vacancies, and genuine ones. Mm. And people used to read newspapers. Those Employment days. news, you know. <laughs> no, no, even newspapers. Uh, Hindustan Times, Times of India, Indian Express, the Hindu, and so on. So, and I told you that I was very, very inclined to read everything. Correct. So I somehow read this newspaper, which had an opening for uh, fresh graduate lawyers. And there was uh, no name of the law firm there. Okay. It was Mr. Bahel's secretary's name and uh, uh, you know address. address. Firm's name was not there, so I didn't even know where I'm I applying. Okay. And I think apart from Singhania and JV Dadachandji, there was no, uh, or maybe Amarshans. Uh, there were not many established firms at, at that least time. Not in Delhi. Correct. Correct. Right. So in Delhi, the firm culture was still to develop. So Correct. I applied and I went to office and yes, I was in. And I was asked that, would you like to do this, this, this as corporate practice, you know? And believe you me, it was music to my ears. Aisi law firms hoti hai. Dream come true, you know? Right. At that time, 32, mm. uh, yeah, 30 years back almost. So... Right. Yes, I said, yes. Mr. Raman Sharma asked me two things. What do you do right now? I told him. And uh, would you like to work with us? So these were the two questions he asked after Mr. Ajibel had interviewed me for 10-15 minutes. And uh, that was it. The interview processes have undergone a uh, sea change since then. Yes. Uh, no, it, it's, uh, today, if I were to look at it, I really don't know where I would I be, you know, how would I get into a good law school, CLAT or otherwise, mm. and how would I sneak into such law firm and work with such legends? So my life is, is like a dream story come true. That's it. They say that it is very important to not so much choose your first job, but to choose your first boss. Would you say that is accurate in your case as well, that Job was, of course, one thing. It was music to your ears and you really wanted to work on those fields. But you also got to work with brilliant people and that had perhaps an impact on the trajectory of the career that you took from there on. Well, whatever the Gyani Dhyanis may say, you know, these influencers and even learned people, do you have that choice? Actually, can you mm. afford that choice? Mm. Can you actually work with the person you want? Today's world, I think, is is much more competitive than that. You are not spoiled for choice. Unlike uh, what you get on LinkedIn feed, that I got 22 offers and I, I have selected this. You know, some law school toppers put LinkedIn posts like this. You are uh, smiling. So you must have posted. You have suffered the same post. 
as everyone else, right? So, yes, a good organization is good if you sneak in and a good senior is a bonus. Hmm. Definitely working with such legends, not only at uh, Ajay Bahlan company only, even thereafter, you know, the firms that I was associated with, I had the uh, pride and privilege to have worked with such great people. But I would say your choice of working with such people, it, the scope is very limited. Hmm. Be it individual practitioner, be it a law firm partner, or even the law firm you want to work with. So you have to take chances in life and see the natural progression. Sometimes it doesn't click in the first instance. Sometimes it takes times. दूसरी चीज में ये सोच रहा था सर की आपने अपने लिए एक बहुत अच्छी ट्रेजेक्ट्री ऑलरेडी चूज कर ली थी और यहाँ से सर इस इंटरव्यू के बाद से मैं कम से कम एक चीज जरूर सीख के जाऊंगा की जो स्कॉलरशिप है चीवनिंग स्कॉलरशिप उसको सही से प्रोनाउंस कैसे करते हैं वो मैं सीख के जाऊंगा सर आफ्टर यू आर ऑलरेडी वर्किंग एंड मेकिंग सम मनी बिकॉज दैट्स व्हाट द प्रोग्रेशन ऑफ द लीगल करियर इज यू स्टार्ट विद लिटिल टू नो मनी बट यू इवेंचुअली प्रोग्रेस एंड इट्स नॉट अ लीनियर प्रोग्रेशन सर आके स्टडीज के बारे में क्यों सोचा और कैसे सोचा आपने पांच साढ़े पांच साल मैंने प्रैक्टिस कर लिया तो मेजरली माय वर्क पर्टेन टू फॉरेन इन्वेस्टमेंट्स कमिंग इनटू इंडिया एज इंडियन इकोनॉमी यू करेक्टली पॉइंटेड आउट वाज ओपन्ड अप इन 1991 सो 94 ऑनवर्ड्स आई वाज मोस्टली सर्विसिंग ट्रांजैक्शनल मैटर्स वेर इन फॉरेन इन्वेस्टमेंट्स वर कमिंग इन इंडिया राइट सो वी वर वर्किंग फॉर फॉरन क्लाइंट्स एंड टू एंड बेसिस setting up companies for them getting foreign investments approvals for them you know uh, negotiating on behalf of them with joint venture partners as 100% abhi us time allowed nahi thi 51% tak allowed hoti thi so invariably they had to enter into joint ventures technology transfer agreements and so on to is tarah ke sare matters pe hum log internationally uh, you know international clients ke sath international law firms ke sath kaam kar rahe the and i got to hear about this chini scholarship for young indian lawyers so i had this uh, feel that in addition to the work that i am handling right now maybe on the same professional uh, levels professional efficiency and professional outlook as foreign law firms if i were to get a flavor of foreign education and working with a foreign law firm in their office seeing their systems seeing their culture seeing their you know working in my skill sets even more so that was the idea behind applying for chimney scholarship and as luck would have it uh, i got through and surprisingly there was so much talent in india in that particular year british high commission took 16 candidates instead of 12 so i don't know if i was the 16th one I'm sure you were. They used sir. to take twelve. Our batch, uh, uh, they took sixteen. 
they couldn't choose amongst them and uh, i'm sure sir you are still in touch with most of them each one of them so sir what was the flavor uh, there then the, because you were chasing the f- uh, flavor of foreign education and foreign working so what was that like and would you recommend so others again, getting the same yes it is highly recommended uh, for those who haven't had exposure of you know uh, you can say international work or who are uh not working with say big law firms handling international transactions it would certainly be a good uh, exposure for them and the profession has uh, evolved so much over these 25 odd years that a uh, lot of our uh, uh, professionals already had this sort of uh, exposure in terms of uh, you know uh, exchange programs and uh, sometimes even law firms have these exchange programs some law schools have these exchange programs and so on <laughs> so there is more international interaction so uh, they wouldn't be as uh, i would say ignorant about it as my generation was about 25 years back so they would already have this exposure for those who haven't had it doesn't have a downside to have a flavor of foreign education and working in in that atmosphere at least for a while even if you don't want to work there permanently you don't want to shift there permanently it's it's good to have that flavor it it opens your mind to a lot more opportunities and networking as well so sir do you think over the years because you have seen the legal education also progress in india over the past so many years almost three decades now would you say that we have adopted some good or bad qualities of the foreign universities and what can universities of today still learn from what you were learning 25 years ago yes it's again a funny story uh, like what we studied in uk in year 2000 that was sort of light years ahead of what we had studied at clc you know in terms of practical uh, exposure use of technology role play and so on okay so at that time it it, it was sort of an eye opener as to you know aisi education bhi ho sakti hai hmm we were uh, uh, taught in a very traditional way okay nls had barely opened up they only had a batch ahead of us i think uh, nls started in uh, t8 to 93 correct ha so 93 must be their first batch 94 when i passed out must be their second batch uh, someone from 94 batch joined with me at uh, ajay valen company so uh, you know so that was the only uh, law school having five year course at that time and and at that time uh, clc uh, used to be number 2 supposedly you know there was no media at that time we were told that uh, clc ranks number 2 in asia after nus singapore so if number 2 ranked uh, institution in india was teaching in those ways you can imagine the plight of other law schools you know so that was a, a sort of very different world what we got to see in the uh, uk okay after coming back yes i started to implement some of the learnings that i got from uh, you know my uh, education and uh, work in the uk into my own uh, practice in terms of you know more professionalized more organized 
way of working and i kept uh, interacting with so many other professionals and academics you know giving some uh, transferring some of these vibes to them as well so after say 15 odd years or so around i think uh, 10 years back or so uh, i started getting invites from educational institution my first invite incidentally came from nus itself singapore singapore to you know give a guest lecture on uh, fdi and mna regime in india to llm students over there so my first guest lecture happened not in singapore but uh, not in india but in singapore so then one thing leads to another or uh, 2017 i decided that i have worked in the big league enough having spent 23 odd years now i should uh, start on my own one provide more customized and personalized service to my clients and pursue some of my other passions you know like uh, writing teaching training and so on and that catapulted uh, it into so many things and uh, series of articles converted into a book the book converted into guest lectures to start with guest lectures converting into workshops workshops converting into clinics clinics converting into credit courses and so on and the rest is history wonderful sir so when you say big league you really mean it and, and for those who don't know for the very few people who don't know uh, your background you actually worked at the highest posts in the biggest of firms so you were partners at various places but you took this entrepreneurial plunge when did the book start happening because sir, that book i would highly recommend and i'll actually put the link to the book in the description to of the show also when did you first decide to write a book on drafting the contracts i would not say extremely but to a large part india centric which was not the case earlier in at least in terms of quality right. of books when did that idea come about and how long did you take from that ideation to execution well it started uh, with a series of articles on different uh, subjects on contract drafting different aspects of contract drafting on linkedin i started uh, posting some blogs on it and then like uh, einstein the idea struck me while i was coming out of the bathroom one fine day you know just at that time it struck why don't i convert it into a book so that was i think 2017 beginning and uh, so i started collating uh, all that i had written and all that that was missing to make it uh, a book uh, i discussed the idea with a lot of my you know professional friends academic friends as well as to you know what would be good in terms of the recipients uh, side what would the readers like to read what is it that our books on drafting if any in the market lacking as of now so i got a very good inputs from my uh, friends in uh, academia and profession alike and i think uh, by june 2017 the book was published uh, a year later we came up with a much enhanced uh, version with the current publisher and the book has gone into third edition means it is selling and uh, wherever uh, you know whomsoever i meet uh, says 
he or she has gone through the book and uh, recommends to others and compliments me and every day virtually i get an email or a linkedin message from someone or the other i don't know why i don't get uh, royalty in millions when so many people say that they have read the book i wonder i'll i'll confess i read it i read a friend's copy uh, he had bought it and uh, he Maybe. i was, That's I was actually <laughs> but i was grappling with uh, one of the issues of drafting a contract i haven't gone through your second book but uh, because you pointed it out and mentioned about the royalties this, this time i'll actually buy the book and uh, i'll be the maybe one maybe netflix ki tarah log sharing kar rahe hain ha too many people are sharing these books perhaps sir so in addition to my uh, book original book that was the practical guide to drafting commercial contracts i also came up with a smaller book that is called tips and tricks so after that uh, uh, practical guide i have started posting uh, daily tips on linkedin hmm. which were well received by the fraternity so uh, it ran for about 3 years 700 plus tips uh, in these 3 years and then i ran out of time so to say you know to uh, for these tips uh, right. so what we did was we encapsulated some uh, best of these tips into a book form and the mm-hmm. book became best seller within the first week itself and the uh, publisher couldn't even send me my complimentary copies so they had to uh, you know uh, put a second run of the book within one month or so so both the books are available uh, for students and professionals alike not only law students but even management uh, students entrepreneurs and so on so one second. is your practical guide another yeah, one is tips, tips and, and tricks the tips and tricks is one that i need to lay my hands on i'll actually buy that copy uh, so this is oakbridge publications if i'm not mistaken yes yes so sir you took the plunge in 2017 when you also started up your own venture and you started writing this, this book also i just wanted to touch upon the fact that how long did it take to actually write a book because a lot of people get intimidated by the whole concept of actually authoring a book right so the key lies in doing something on a daily basis hmm. as we say 1% is better than zero so one page or two page or three pages if you can manage the time every day is better than 20 pages on a sunday it mm. can't happen that way so the key lies in in doing it bit by bit you know page by page tip by tip and so on so i i i uh, manage the book in that way and uh, yes it is always uh, a task to take time for uh, you know creative writing definitely it takes time but it you publish but i think if you are passionate about something yeah but if you are passionate about something then then you you then find then you'll time make time right absolutely correct yes. so sir there's another venture of yours that i wanted to know a little bit about because i'm not very exposed to this global business lawyers league yes uh, this again is uh, my initiative to collate uh, small and mid sized law firms across the world for mutual business referral opportunities whenever a foreign company comes into india uh, they need local legal assistance right so their lawyers approach us similarly when an indian client goes abroad for any business venture be it a joint venture technology transfer any acquisition anything hmm. they need uh, local assistance so we approach 
foreign lawyers. So instead of going to a business directory, it is much better to have your you know trusted partners over there with whom you cultivate uh, you know acquaintance, uh, friendship, yeah. relationship, comfort, and confidence over the years. Right. So this was an initiative towards that end. So that this this initiative also was started about six years back. Today we have sixty plus law firms uh, across uh, various jurisdictions. But these are smaller law firms because with with uh, uh, not everybody can afford a magic circle firm anywhere in the world, right? So since we are a boutique firm as of now, we we uh, feel much more uh, comfortable working with like-minded people who provide the same world-class, top-notch service at a fraction of the price that a big law firm would uh, quote. So uh, that that's win-win for everyone. For the clients as far as and uh, lawyers are concerned, it works both ways. Wonderful, sir. So at Corpcom, sir, where which is your baby, where do you see that firm going, and what are the verticals that you are servicing currently? Well, we are uh, servicing majorly, as the name suggests, corporate and commercial sites of legal practice for. Other practice areas wherein we do not house expertise within the firm, we have very wide domestic and global network to you know rely upon. So instead of uh, keeping a very big in-house team, we work in a network. Okay, and it's in- good for all practice areas. So for client, we are one firm only. For right. legal and other uh, uh, perspectives. There may be, you know, say uh, five law firms in New Delhi itself, but mm. the client is assured that the best suited person will handle the assignment. Perfect, sir. So it's it's more client friendly that way, and then you can have the pick of the best people working with you rather than for you. With so you, that's also yes, yes, uh, yes. That's also because wonderful. we can't afford uh, hiring such legends <laughs> or you know industry experts. We can't afford being a small right. law firm. We can't afford uh, such expensive resources. Right, sir. So, sir, uh, you did touch upon this uh, that you frequently share insights on contract drafting. You, of course, wrote two books: one on the major practical aspects, another on tips and tricks. But if you could share some key principles or strategies for crafting contracts that are legally sound, also but also business positive. So, for someone who's starting out, what what are the things that he should be thinking about when he's starting? to get these opportunities to draft a contract well first thing every uh, law student and legal professional should look into i for detail be the devil's advocate mm. be the naysayer anticipate everything that can go wrong mm. pay attention to each provision of the contract equally because a problem in a contract can arise from anywhere it need not be you know the biggest of clauses most important clauses it, the problem can arise out of a punctuation mark hmm. even a boilerplate yes so the problem uh, with legal profession is sometimes we do not uh, give adequate attention to things that we think are not uh, very key hmm. to the transaction or to the parties so Pay equal attention to all provisions. Cultivate the habit of reading 
improve your language and you know you should know which word to use where hmm when and how and if if it is required the, uh, yeah so verboise is 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 something that uh, we suffer i i call it verbal diarrhea you know lawyers don't know where to stop when talking or uh, writing true right so we should get rid of uh, this verbal diarrhea that takes care of a lot of your you know drafting issues so those were some wonderful tips sir the only tip i'll add to it in my limited capacity is to actually buy your book that's a tip for everyone where you'll find great insights uh, on the drafting of contracts and not only these copy paste formats because that is dime a dozen and that can perhaps not be the best solution especially when you're starting out it is much better to understand conceptually why two parties are coming together and forming a relationship and that is where the uniqueness of the yes. book stands out and it had been really helpful to think on those lines sir right in my workshops and clinics i i have devised a formula how to work on templates you know mm. invariably whenever working on a contract we will use some template or the other we can't uh, type it all entirely a new one right so i have uh, devised this formula how to work on templates how to not fall for this uh, blind cut copy paste how not to fall for this 399 rupees 1000 drafts you know and uh, 1000 drafts for 199 yes yes how to yeah, now your offer is even better so how to customize a contract given the need of the transaction and expectations of the client safeguarding uh, you know the maximum interest of your client enhancing your uh, client's interest benefits entitlements under a contract and reducing the risk exposure obligations of your client so these are some key areas uh, you can't do without right abhi jo hum setup dekh rahe hain the reason i asked you the first question just before this was also lot of youngsters are actually now getting opportunities of contract drafting because aajkal startups venture capital technology transfer bahut hi niche se upar har level pe ho raha hai so in these right. sort of circumstances what are the common pitfalls ya fir koi misconceptions ho jo contract drafting mein aap dekh rahe hain ki youngsters kuch galat kar dete hain ya sahi dhang se approach nahi kar pate problem again wahi hai avas that people think drafting contracts or otherwise people mm. think drafting is is a very easy job you just get hold of a template change some particulars pass it on to the client your job is done that is the biggest issue with contract and even generally legal drafting people who have undergone this 99 rupees or 199 rupees or 399 rupees course a webinar they think and feel that they have been become experts in contract drafting you would have seen students you know for second third year students promoting that uh, uh, you know i handle these mnc clients and i do this and i do that i mean you are laughing again so you know uh, whom i am talking about right so and i have seen their work so many clients have come to us after having engaged them for you know 1000 2000 rupees for repairs you know always repairs cost more Than the original work. Absolutely correct. 
right so sometimes you get overwhelmed half knowledge is 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 very dangerous hmm. so and in again uh, coming back to my workshops my first slide is that this workshop or this seminar will not make you an expert this is only a beginning towards you know uh, this long journey so it hmm. takes times it takes patience it takes practice of all the good traits for uh, you know what we discuss in our contract drafting dues so try to learn the subject well practice it well then only jump into it because for you it may be a matter of 1000 2000 5000 rupees clients millions and its reputation its business model that is at stake hmm sometimes uh, some people youngsters or otherwise Uh, are not uh, well versed with the implications of slightest of mistake so i think uh, better be watchful don't uh, jump into it till you are very confident that you can uh, do a good job that's that's my simple humble advice those are really good words for any young lawyer sir who's listening to this which is the bulk of our audience बट सर यहाँ पे मेरे को थोड़ा सा एक शरारती क्वेश्चन भी दिमाग में आ रहा है कि व्हाट विल यू से टू द क्लाइंट्स हु आर नॉट इवन यूजिंग दीज यंग लॉयर्स बट आर एक्चुअली गूगलिंग अ टेम्पलेट चेंजिंग नेम्स एंड देन कमिंग टू यू दैट्स इवन वर्स दैट्स इवन वर्स इसीलिए कहते हैं कि अपना गूगल ज्ञान और चप्पल हमारे चैम्बर के बाहर ही छोड़कर आए एनी मेडिसिन डॉक्टर प्रिस्क्राइब्स टू यू वॉट इज द फर्स्ट थिंग यू डू यू गो टू गूगल राइट see what is the composition this and that people fail to understand and appreciate that what a doctor or a lawyer is prescribing is based on not only on legal knowledge but also based on experience hmm. of having seen tens or hundreds or thousands of such like transactions or in case of doctors patients how one patient with a particular anatomy particular symptoms particular age particular time of the day will react to a medicine is different from the other person isn't it similarly in all contracts the parties are different their resources are different their bargaining chips are different their expectations are different their timelines are different their vision is different so same thing does not work in all circumstances the templates that you blindly borrow from uh, google baba you really don't know whether they encompass the correct factual and legal position as of today you don't know which jurisdiction it pertains to you know it so many times it has happened that associates have got me some template you know with their handiwork that you know this draft is done and i observe that this law does not exist in india this is a foreign law reference so they have taken a template from you know australia or new zealand or botswana i don't know where so it is not for nothing that the medical profession exists or uh, uh, the legal profession exists if the chemist pharmacist could handle everything there would be no doctors right, right? if the district court typist were expert enough there was no need for lawyers mm. in the district court 
right? Do you go to a, a medical student for your surgery? You don't want to, right? You go to the best expert who would charge you thousands of lakhs for your surgery. Then why do you take your uh, contracts so casually that you go to a law student to draft your contract or, or, or a district court typist? Or worse, still so doing it yourself. This sort of casual attitude. Yeah, so th this, this sort of casual attitude results in only, uh, you know, I'll tell you what. Smallest of mistakes cost you millions and billions and sometimes your entire business. Right. What happened? No one realized what could be the repercussions. How would this company be indirectly acquired? I will not discuss it in great details, but you uh, mentioned Australia Botswana and the other day somebody was showing me if this is a proper draft for a prenuptial agreement in India. And uh, wonderful. Okay, another thing, I'll, I'll tell you another funny thing here. Uh, there was this law firm partner mm. who was telling his uh, you know, disciple, a newly uh, recruited associate, how to get probate for a living person. I... How will you get the letter of succession and probate and so on? The so problem with that is law firm partner also is a tag that is now uh, very easily available because two people come together. Diluted. Oh. Yeah. Diluted yeah. I had to, you know, slog for about 12 years to get this partner designation at the top five, of course. Uh, but uh, today it, it's uh, held out as a carrot retention strategy or marketing strategy, you know, that we have so many partners. So the, the you would have observed law firms which have more partners than associates. Than associates. It's true. So, so, uh, things have turned very funny at times. Amusing and entertained we remain in the profession. So it's par for the cause. Unfortunately, to the peril yes. of the unsuspecting clients, as you mentioned. But uh, all of us should definitely be chasing higher quality in terms of excellence in whatever we are doing. So, sir, this brings yes, us to the next segment of our podcast, which is called the three brief questions. With due permission, can I ask these three brief questions, sir? Sure, please. Go ahead. So, the first of the three brief questions is, when I say an inspirational personality in your field, what is the first face that comes to your mind and why? I would say uh, Mr. Pinto Khetan of Khetan and Company. Exemplary life, exemplary professionalism, Teaching so many things about your conduct, behavior, attitude. Legal knowledge anyone can attain from law school. But how should you conduct yourself as a professional? I've learned a lot from him. And that's why this is not part of the three brief questions. But is that the re one of the reasons that you continue to give back to the profession after 30 years? And continue to get the energy to do so because that is something I really look up to. Yes, this is uh, uh, one of the reasons. Yes, but uh, you should add my own passion to it as well. Oh, wonderful. So the second of the three brief questions is, what are the first three ingredients for success according to you? I'd say hard work, confidence, confidence in the sense of uh, self-belief hmm. and some amount of patience. It takes time. Persistence. Rome was not built in a day. 
so it's persistence yes. or patience rather patience self belief and yes. a lot of hard work that is something that yes. cannot be discounted there are no shortcuts yeah there are no shortcuts uh, you know google and chat gpt uh, may give you million solutions in 1.5 seconds but uh, you can't uh, base your practice on these things right? great tools but that's all they are they are tools they are not replacements that yes. is something that people do yes. not understand yes 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 i mean these all these tools all these uh, amenities you should use as supplements or facilitators right not the do all right i just wanted to make sure that that impression should not go that anybody is against technology or any of these resources there are wonderful yes. resources we get a lot of information and sometimes when we want something quickly it's it's a quick fix also but to you need to cultivate that knowledge and understanding to know what to use from there and how to put it uh, wherever it is required so that is very important yes the two of us in this uh, podcast happen to be uh, i think amongst the most uh, media savvy lawyers aren't we the so one of us is surely i don't know the other one <laughs> Uh, so the last of the three brief questions is if there's one thing you could tell a final year student uh, who wishes to follow your footsteps a uh, 20 21 year old what would that be well i don't think first of all let me uh, qualify i don't think i'm 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 uh, want to be followed i'm i'm capable of being followed my life has been very topsy turvy roller coaster ride but full of fun if given a chance i would like to relive it uh, again but uh, i don't think that that's a good example for uh, any upcoming lawyer i have given up given up so many things uh, as uh, in case of three idiots you know like given up so many things for so many things uh, which uh, today's generation may not uh, you know identify itself with or resonate itself with so i'm not a good example but yes generally to become a good professional i guess डेडिकेशन इज अ मस्ट टू सक्सीड इन एनी क्राफ्ट मिटा दे खुद की हस्ती को अगर कुछ मरतवा चाहे कि दाना खाक में मिलकर गुले गुलजार राइट सो इट टेक्स अ लॉट ऑफ हार्ड वर्क पेशेंस परसिस्टेंस एज वी डिस्कस इन आंसर टू अर्यर क्वेश्चन इट इट टेक्स अ लॉट टू बी वॉट यू अस्पायर टू बी देर इज नो शॉर्टकट एंड there's no competition there's no competition you know if you think you are the best whom will you be competing with you'll be competing with yourself, yourself. right to improve yourself on a day to day basis mm. the day you get this lesson that i'm competing against myself i have to better myself tomorrow day by day every day you know you will reach heights where you cannot imagine today now abhas coming back to where we started could a person belonging to a middle class studying in a hindi medium school in delhi with no legal background not legal no professional background you know no one uh, in my family from any side was a professional before me could one of such person imagine getting in the law firms that i could get teaching at the you know law schools i have been writing books speaking talking to a legend like abhas on this podcast so my life may be an example in that uh, sense that if you can dream it you can get it but dream pura hone ke liye 
ड्रीम देखना भी तो पड़ेगा ना सो so, पहले तो आपको कॉन्फिडेंट होना है उसके बाद अपने में बिलीव करना है और काम करना है अपने पे यू हैव टू वर्क ओनली ऑन योरसेल्फ यू कैन चेंज एनीथिंग अराउंड यू यू कैन ओनली चेंज योरसेल्फ टू गेट बेटर राइट सो मेक योरसेल्फ द बेस्ट वर्जन ऑफ योरसेल्फ एंड यू विल गेट टू प्लेसेस वेयर यू वुड नॉट हैव इमेजिन इमेजिन आई हैव एंटर्ड गर्ल्स कॉलेज आल्सो हाउ एज अ स्पीकर ऑफ कोर्स अदरवाइज आई विल बी थ्रेट राइट ये सर जो आपने पैरेलल ड्रॉ किया मैं नहीं मानता कि मैं आपके साथ उस लेवल पे कंपेरेबल भी हूँ बट आई टोटली रेजनेट विद द मिडिल क्लास फर्स्ट जनरेशन नो लीगल बैकग्राउंड स्टडिंग इन दिल्ली इन हिंदी मीडियम इज कम्प्लीटली माई स्टोरी एज वेल इज इज दैट आफ्टर दैट वी टुक फेयरली डाइवर्जेंट व्यूज एंड दैट इज अनदर थिंग दैट पर वन ऑफ द लिसनर्स हुसनिंग टू दिस कैन अंडरस्टैंड दैट दर इज नो वन ट्रू पार्ट टू success or right. whatever it is that you want to achieve it's just that uh, if you keep at it with persistence and hard work in my experience sir and i hope you will also agree with me that persistence and hard work is something that always trumps innate natural abilities also you might be right. excellent in terms of your god gifts whatever uh, have been given to you but if you keep at it you will stand in better stead so So, sir, we have reached the end of the podcast, sir. What's the best way to connect and reach out to you? Uh, maybe if they want to follow you, I believe it's LinkedIn, but you can correct me. What just put Bhumesh Verma with correct spellings on Google, and I'm not hard to find. There is no other Bhumesh Verma. I'll put the link nonetheless in the description so that they can connect to you on LinkedIn, sure. or if they want to sure. check out the website. Sir, is there anything else? Yeah. Any last words? Otherwise, we are at concluding. From my part, you we usually ask book recommendation, but I have already given book recommendation to the readers. Please read both of sir's books. If you have anything else to add, sir, that's all. Otherwise, we'll just go on to the formalities of thanking you. Well, I must put on record that uh, in last ten odd years since I have started giving uh, interviews or uh, panel discussions and talks. i have never had such a heart to heart and uh, you know fun filled uh, conversation so far so i must compliment you abhas on organizing this uh, at least i have enjoyed my discussion with you very thoroughly no uh, sir likewise and i am reciprocating it by multiplying it uh, multifolds so thank you so much for joining in and hopefully sir we can feature you in future episodes maybe if there is any specific topic and maybe we can have workshops uh, in the educational institutions that i am associated with so i'll definitely reach out to you for that so for the benefit of the larger audience sir anything for students thank you thank you thank you so much sir thank you thank you for listening dosto aaj ke topic se related aapka koi sawal doubt ya suggestion ho or if you want to share some story problem or confusion of your life you can follow and reach out to us on twitter at abhas mishra or connect with us on linkedin until next time goodbye stay tuned and stay blessed